Our guest today is Kelly Lang, a singer-songwriter who grew up in country music. And her father, Velton Lang, was the longtime road manager for superstar Conway Twitty. But her career in music has always been moving upward. And as a songwriter, Kelly has a stellar career with her songs being recorded by artists such as Lori Morgan, The Oak Ridge Boys, Crystal Gale, George Jones, even Jerry Lee Lewis, and of course her husband, T.G. Shepard, just to name a few. But she's also performed and recorded duets with iconic artists such as Sir Barry Gibb of the Bee Gees, one of my favorites, and Dame Olivia Newton-John, as well as Lee Greenwood. And Kelly is also the author of the best-selling book, I'm Not Going Anywhere. But she's here today to talk about her brand new single, I Think It's Jesus. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome singer, songwriter, author, and always a superstar, the wonderful Kelly Lang. Welcome. <laughs> I always love your introductions, Doc. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, TG always wants the recording so he can use them when he walks into every room. Right? It makes <laughs> a lot of sense. <laughs> well, I, I've been listening to your brand new single, I Think It's Jesus. So what's it all about? Oh, my goodness. You know, I, um, I realized after seeing a Brooks and Dunn concert that all of the people sitting around me, including myself, got chills and a lump in their throat when they heard him sing Believe, or even Red Dirt Road when he said, that's where I found Jesus. We were like really moved, you know, a lot of people thought, what is that? So I came home and I, I was in my pool and I was just looking around and I thought, oh, there's a red bird. I was just thinking about my dad. I'm like, that, what is that? You know, there's all these coincidences that happen to us as humans that happen to be spiritual or supernatural or some people call them coincidences, I suppose, but I don't know if you're like me, Doc, but I sometimes see a white feather in the weirdest of places, and I'm like, where'd that come from? Or maybe a coin on the ground, or see numbers in sequence. All of these things, in my opinion, are supernatural, and I wanted to put a title to it, and I thought, what is that connection that we all feel as a human race? And I think it's Jesus. So I was bold enough to put it into a song. And, you know, a lot of people said, Kelly, you shouldn't keep Jesus's name in the song because, you know, it might might limit you. I think it's going to open up the doors even broader because I'm bringing glory to his name. And I'm not trying to beat people over the head, say, with the Bible or with spiritual, you know, you better do this or that. It's just helping people just pause and maybe put a title to what they're feeling. And I agree with that because it was funny. I just recently uh, interviewed a recording artist and she kind of laughed because her, her most viewed videos for music were gospel songs. She's in country music and she's like, if my, if I could get the same views on my country music, I'd be doing great. But I'm like, <laughs> well, maybe there's a sign there that you need to, to check into. <laughs> So, no, but I but I know that your song is going to hit big because you know, people today, they're, they're looking for hope. They're looking for love yeah, on a I much think, larger yeah. scale. I think it, this song, if anything, it will unite people to know, hey, we're not we're not anything. We're all alike. We're all human. We all have these these unusual things that connect us as a human race. And, uh, you know, when I first wrote the song, Doc, I decided that I wanted to send it to Dolly Parton. I thought, man, she would be great with this song. 
And um, so I sent it to her and I was waiting to hear back, if ever, right? Meanwhile, Lori Morgan called and she said, I'm looking for some songs for my new album. She'd already cut a couple of mine. And I, she said, do you have anything new? And I said, yeah, but I can't give it to you because I've already pitched it to Dolly. And she said, wait a minute, I, I want to hear it. And I said, no, 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 I, I am not actively pitching it to anybody. I'm waiting to hear from Dolly. She said, send it to me now. So I did and she cut it. And then I hear from Dolly. <laughs> so Dolly says, I, cause I, my letter to Dolly was, Hey, here's a song. It sounds something like you might be interested in, you know, if you, if you are, I don't want to actively pitch it to people. I'd really like for you to have the first shot at this. If you're not, let me know. I didn't expect to hear from her. She wrote me the most lovely letter handwritten said, dear Kelly, I love this song. It's super powerful or whatever, you know, um, I'm not cutting a gospel album at this time, but when I do, I'm going to circle back around and I want to pick that up, but I don't want to hold you up for pitching it to anyone. So go with it. Know that I love it. And I wish you well with this. She does not write people letters. She doesn't do that. You know, so I just cherished that. And I thought, you know what, if she never cuts it, it still was a phenomenal gift to me. And uh, Lori did cut it, but you know, the whole time I had always intended for, from a writer's perspective to put my version out anyway, because I feel like it was inspired and it was given to me and I, I would be irresponsible for me not to, to put my own spin on that. So that here we are, it comes out July 7th and uh, the video is, is just really um, from my heart and it's, it's things that I think people will really relate to. I know they will. I know my audience will. And it's funny because I stepped out uh, my back door not but just a, uh, two or three days ago and there was a white feather on the ground and I'm like there are no white birds around here and uh right. <laughs> you know there and you then <laughs> and then it was funny because for the last for the last week um I was in I was I was in my office uh, I always come in my office early in the morning uh to to read the word and do my devotions and I was praying and all of a sudden I hear this really loud chirping sound and I'm like, that's not a cardinal. Cause we got, we have a lot of cardinals around here and I'm like, Oh yeah, we do that's too. not a cardinal. And I sat here and I, I kind of stopped and uh, I had my, my blinds open and then I got up, walked up to the window and there's this little sparrow on the port front porch singing really loud. And I'm like, Lord, is there a message there? So then right? I looked it, it makes up. You pause, right? Yeah. So then I looked it up. And so the sparrow, so the, the spiritual biblical meaning for the sparrow was that the Lord, the, the Lord supplies the sparrow's needs without struggle. And I was yeah, like, so why should we worry? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so then, so for the, for the last week, he comes, he, he comes back. And then I walked by the front door uh, probably about five days ago and he's there on the porch again and he's picking up like bugs or whatever. And the Lord goes, mm -hmm. see what I'm talking about? I've provided that sparrow. He didn't have to struggle. He's being fed. And then three times in the last week, the same sparrow has landed on the very edge of the window to my office and taps his beak on the window. And I'm oh like, okay, God, you're telling me something. So 
I don't have to struggle yeah, but for you know, provision. <laughs> but here's the thing. Okay, so you are obviously a spiritual man. You're open. God speaks to us through nature, through music, through people, whatever, you know. But you got to be open to it. And if you weren't spiritually connected or open to that possibility, look what you'd be missing out on. It's the little simple things in life. And that's what that's what the song is about. The simple things in life that you can actually go, oh, I'm not alone. This feels good. I'm not alone. And it, it does provide hope and it does provide comfort. And that's an exciting story that you just shared because it's, it's true. I mean, people just need to open up their minds and their hearts, their eyes or ears, you know, because he speaks to us through so many random things. Well, yeah. And, you know, and, and I think we need to be open. And I think a lot of people, I know that there's more people today and a lot of people don't realize that I'm not going to mention any names, but there are a lot of celebrities today that are finding the Lord and, and starting yeah. to understand like, why did I wait so long? And, you know, the Lord is concerned with everything that we're concerned with from the smallest thing to the biggest thing. But I think he shows us these little things. It could be a bird. It could be a feather. It could be who knows to say, I'm listening. I know what you need. You know, so when we say signs, wonders and miracles, doesn't mean that uh, we're going to walk on water or see the, the dead raised. Sometimes it's those little things that have a much profound effect for us. Well, absolutely. You know, I, I like to, I, I love to pray. Don't get me wrong, but I think prayer is us petitioning to God. But one of my favorite things to do is be very quiet and let him talk to me. And in my backyard and my pool, I know we've talked about that before, is when I can do that actively. And it, see, it looks like I'm not doing anything. It looks like I'm just chilling out and, you know, being a diva and a queen for the day. Not really. That's when I get most of my inspiration and work from because I just, it's a choice to be quiet and to listen and allow him to, to talk to us. And, he, and I'm not, a, I'm not anything special. Everybody has got that opportunity and that gift and the ability to just be quiet, stop the chattering, you know, and once you can do that, it, it there's amazing things. And he's, he's, God's got a great sense of humor. I mean, look at the giraffes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that is, or the platypus, that would be, that would be the greatest sense of humor right there. Uh, right. Something fuzzy that swims with a duck bill. Yeah, yeah there you go. But um, no, this song is, it's just super important to me that people get, uh, get to hear it. And it might make even the most jaded of heart, if they hear that melody enough, and they hear the word Jesus enough within that chanting kind of melody in this song, they just might think about him one time that they might not have otherwise. And that's my job would be done. Oh, you know, just, just recently I've been hearing people tell me about some of the miracles that they've experienced. And, you know, when you said to be quiet or spend quiet time before the Lord, you know, Psalms 46, 10 tells us, be still and know that I am God. Yeah. Yeah. And when it's you know so that, yeah. So when you spend time, it, then you're, you're allowing him to show you things and, uh, and those little signs, uh, uh, is telling us that he's listening. I mean, for you, well, what would you say would be the, one of the biggest, um, I don't know, maybe signs or miracles you've experienced in your life? 
Okay. So that's a, it's an incredible question. And I've got an incredible answer too. When I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I was 36 single mother of two little girls. They were nine and 13 and it was, it was scary. I am not going to lie. I thought I was smoothing through this pretty easily. Then I got a call from the doctor and she said, Kelly, I think this cancer is not coming from just your breast. I think it's coming from the spleen or the liver or the pancreas. And I said, well, what makes you think that? And she said, there's just some odd, odd things going on with the, the testings. I need you to come back in and do a PET scan and let me check more thoroughly. And then, and then we'll talk on Friday. And I said, oh my gosh, you know, so a friend of mine gave me holy oil and holy water and I'm not Catholic, so I didn't know what to do with them. So I didn't think about oil repelling water. <laughs> so I just put it all over me, you know, I was dripping water the whole time but it worked obviously but i i prayed i in that pet scan i i i prepared my funeral i prepared my future i prepared what my children or grandchildren might look like but then i prepared my burial you know it was just like a like a it was terrible it was a terrible day that friday i was truly scared i mean you you don't get that kind of news and and think oh this is going to be a happy day so I'm sitting on the table and they could hear the paper crackling underneath me and TG and my mom were in there with me. And literally, doctor, I was shaking. I was literally physically shaking. And I prayed, I said, God, please be with me. And all of a sudden, I remembered a prayer that somebody had prayed for me a couple of nights before. They, they prayed that God would intervene, that the cancer would march cell by cell out of my body. The doctor would shake their head in confusion and not understand why this was gone. I remembered that prayer and I just kind of kept chanting that over and over again. All of a sudden, God hugged me. I felt a warm, heavy pressure it pushed me down on the table. I'll never forget, I have chills now thinking about it compared to that song. I was held by him and I, I've never had that experience before nor after. But all of a sudden I felt this peace beyond understanding I never knew what that meant until that moment. And it was always well with the world. And I stopped shaking. I stopped fearing. The doctor, I heard her little heels, heels clicking. She came down the, the hallway and she came in with her head shaking. She had no idea why no cancer was showing up in my body. She couldn't come up with an idea why. Like I said, it's a miracle. And she says, no, 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 no. I said, then you're the wrong doctor. That's right. <laughs> I ended up leaving her and went to a different oncologist because it just, I needed positivity in my life, not Pollyanna, but positivity. And I knew I was healed from that moment on and I, I claimed it and it was true. And I'm 18 years out now, but I will never forget that hug from God. And I, and I, I, I shouted to the mountaintops. I, that was a sign beyond understanding for me because it was, it was real. It was real as I'm sitting here with you today. Well, you know, I've I've listened to your song. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, even though it's titled, I think it's Jesus, when you listen to it and you start visualizing and see the things in your own life that maybe are a bit unexplained, you're going to go from I think to I know is Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's the last line in the song. It's like, yeah, it might be a coincidence to you, but yeah, I know it is, you know. So, well, I'm not posing a question anymore. 
Well, if, if Dolly Parton is going to uh, hold off on a gospel album, do you plan on creating a full-length gospel album? Actually, we're in process of finishing. I, I wouldn't call it a gospel album. I would call it more of an inspirational country kind of album. All of the songs that will be coming up on this are uh, songs that make you go, Hmm. You know, um, they're like Life Sentence, which we put out last year for October Breast Cancer Awareness. I'm going to include that on this song, this album because it was never attached to an album. But um, it's going to be a collection of probably 10 or 11 songs. I'm still in the process of recording a couple of them. Um, but they're all songs that, that have a spiritual vibe to them or that connect us as, you know, as people. Um that just make you feel warm and fuzzy. And the name of the album is called Dragonfly. And I'm really excited about sharing a new song that I'm writing called Dragonfly. I have a supernatural experience with dragonflies. I think I've shared with you, I'll be in the pool and I hold my fingers up and they come and land on me. And I just feel just really joyous and comfortable and, and comforted when, when that happens. So uh, I'm really excited to share that it's, it's, very lullaby-like. I'm excited about recording it next week. Well, then you have to come back and and we can talk <laughs> about the whole album Dragonfly. I'm excited to, to know more. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I think people will get get a kick out of uh, it's mostly most of the songs are written by myself. I think there's one, maybe two that aren't self-penned, but I'm excited to share that part of my heart with you. Oh, I cannot wait. And, uh, so what do you have planned for the rest of the year? <sighs> well, <laughs> traveling. I'm doing a lot of shows with TG right now. We're actually going to be in Texas uh, the 13th in Bandera. And I don't know how far that is, but it's probably quite a ways away. Um, anything in Texas is a ways away, right? Yeah. Oh, but we're, oh, we're doing yeah. shows together. <laughs> yeah. It is. We're doing I mean, shows together. Oh, yeah. I Go mean, ahead. I think it's... Um, I think it's 11 hours to El Paso from here. Ooh. And, and Bandera yeah, is, is probably It's in the San Antonio area? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's on the other side of Kerrville. Oh, dear. Well, we get to fly, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, the San Antonio no, Airport is a great airport, so that's, that's a good easy in and out. So uh, that'll be super but, um, enjoyable. TG and I are um, also in the studio now. We're working on a second duets project, and it'll be out in uh, Valentine's time. So we're very excited about that. And we've got some special projects coming up together. We love to work together, so it's it's been a it's been a good good opportunity for us to to grow and and spend time together. And we we just we like to do everything together. I know it's rare for most married couples, but uh, we have a lot in common, and it's it's super fun to have that to do together. And uh, I don't know. We, we have some surprises up our sleeves. I can't wait to share with you. Well, I cannot wait because uh, you and TG always know that you have an open invitation to come, come back on my show because I love talking to both of you. And ladies and gentlemen, I will tell you this. Kelly Lang, as well as TG Shepard, they are the most precious people you will ever want to meet and know. <laughs> uh, and for all things Kelly Lang, head over to kellylang.net for all of her music, her books. They are also both in print, digital, and audio. So uh, you need to get that book as well as you've got to listen to. I think it's Jesus. And what better time to do that now? So ladies and gentlemen, let's debut... 
the the amazing music video of Kelly Lang singing her brand new song, I Think It's Jesus. That lump in your throat When you hear certain words In the song someone wrote Or the tears on your arms When you're not even cold Yeah, something is stirring inside you Way down in your soul Do you see the same numbers Again and again Find a random white feather where no dove has been. It could be your angels directing you in. When you need answers or guidance in life, it's how they get your attention to know, to know wrong from right. It may be cold. I think it's Jesus When you see that coin In a strange place Set a penny from heaven Right in front of your face I believe he talks to us In all sorts of ways Yeah, some may think it's mysterious But I think it's Jesus it may be coincidence, might be an accident. You say you don't believe in spiritual things, but I do. It's universal grace. I've seen it time and time again. I think it's Jesus Have you ever lost someone that you love so dear Just thinking of them brings you to tears And out of the blue a red bird appears Yeah, it might be them, hey, I don't really know it brings me great comfort down here below. It may be coincidence, might be an accident. You say you don't believe in spiritual things, but I do. It's you. 
Jesus. 